Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Very grateful to be with you all. The practice of being aware of awareness. So what do we notice? What stands out? What, what catches attention first? Is there distraction with thoughts running in the mind? And so attention's up in mind and we are less aware of the way whatever we're sitting on feels on our back, on our bottom, on our legs. Are there perhaps feelings in the body and that attention is, is zeroed in there? So perhaps there's a little less awareness of the peace and the wholeness of the space in the room where we are. So by noticing what attention has zeroed in on, if it has, that's the choice point. Because we can notice whether getting lost in whatever the stimulus is, whether it's seemingly outside or inside. The background of awareness catches the getting captured, getting lost, getting kind of taken downstream a bit. So these initial minutes are really precious in terms of catching what attention is on seeing if we'd like more of that because if if we'd like more of that we can have it because no one can stop us we can put attention on anything it's our one true freedom what we put attention on what we accept is real and true what we believe, what we consent to believe, what we look again at. So despite what mind says, about it just is this way and this is how it's happening and mind produces linear perception for us all the time. This, then that, then this, then that. 
And often there's a story. This causes that. This is because that. And then there's meaning about the story. This happened this way because of that. And therefore, this proves I am fill in the blank. Or this means I am worthy or I am unworthy. I am spiritual or not spiritual. I'm committed or not committed. A hard worker or not a hard worker. So mind needs these perpetual linear projections of perception to then weave the story. Mind's the dream weaver. Happens so fast. When we become curious <laughs> and how all this gets created and believed, you know, it's like the peek behind the curtain that, to that little man they call Oz, right? And like, it's not so much like we have a little Oz in us as much as we have a self-referencing mechanism. Everything's about us. Everything means something, either for us or against us or we're just above it. So that doesn't mean anything. But the fact that something doesn't mean anything about us still makes an us that's either above it or below it or doesn't care enough or cares too much. That self-referencing mechanism takes in all the data and weaves it into the story of me. Mine, my, so this process of becoming more and more aware, awake, conscious, may involve opening to the nonlinear. It steps outside of mind, this perpetual story of causation. And so one of the lenses through which we can notice this, notice that reality is actually nonlinear. That it is not, what manifests is not causation. It is emergence. Emergence of its essence, that which it is. That which is is, when the conditions are right, expresses as that which it is and more of that which it is. All that sounds incredibly conceptual, 
first question we can ask is, is it all arising in awareness? So the way a foothold, a foothold if, if you will, can be gained to this nonlinear unfolding, this essence emerging, is getting in touch consciously with the intention that's present right here. put it in real like plain everyday language. What is your intention for today? What's today for? What's your intention for this hour? What's this hour for? And in Dr. David Hawkins' language, intention, these nonlinear dynamics, it's an attractor field. By getting in touch with the intention that's present right now, holding that, knowing that, saying it to ourselves, checking to see if it's really alive. What would it feel like if that was happening right now? Take your intention and then wear it, be it. My intention is to honestly and earnestly continually align and realign with the field of non-judgment, this present moment as it is. Full acceptance. And if it's available, a tender, patient embracing of what's here, what's felt, what's playing out. So I feel into that. I feel what it's like to feel.
honestly and earnestly aligned. This vast, awesome <laughs> mystery. This field of non-judgment. Dr. Hawkins tells us this intention, this true desire, this song that our heart longs to sing, is singing right now. Because of its inherent attractor field, begins to align all of our experiences and interpret all their meaning to us internally in accord with our intention, with our desire, with our commitment to live this today. To live this right now, to have this moment be the living of it, the being of it, the vibrating as it, the recognition that it's here, that we are it. O oh Lord, let my life be in service to thee. How may I serve? How may I be in service to thee right now?
I ask for your will that my life may be in service to thee. I want to be in service to thee now, in the present. I want my presence today to be the living embodiment of service to thee. And I ask for your will. O oh Lord, my God, when I, in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Here sings my soul. Let my life be in service to thee. Let my living and breathing and moving and speaking and when it is thy will refraining from moving and speaking, may it be in service to thee. I ask for thy will.
Dr. Hawkins tells us that invoking deity from the heart that longs to be free and to be in service to thee transforms brain physiology. And this relaxing of the brain physiology is actually what's necessary to transcend the egoic self-referencing mechanism, right? Those neural loops. And invoking deity automatically shifts that brain physiology. He teaches that commitment, living it, living it, being it, living it. Regina calls it the single thought of God, commitment, alignment, intention, begins to transform all experiences. And this power of invocation changes health. It changes the body systems, like the acupuncture system, the endocrine system. It changes the brain's neurotransmitter. And in so doing, transforms how we experience life. It not only transforms our experience, he says, it transforms our witnessing. Of myself, I do nothing. Of my father, all, all is done. Right? Thy power throughout the universe displayed. It's not force, is it? It's not a concept of me trying to get somewhere. It is... Embracing, accepting, surrendering to that which we are. Innately. This vast mystery of conscious awareness seemingly hanging out in these bodies. The way to God is to become that which you are. 
And then we do that by our life becoming the prayer. Regina taught on this last Wednesday during Out of the Stillness. The way she articulated it is true desire attracts the light. <laughs> and that's because true desire is the light. And our devotion to that light, to what we are, is witness. by that which we are. So, to the best of our ability, being aware of that which we are, awareness. Allows our life to become that prayer. The way to God is to become more and more consciously, knowingly, directly aware of that which we are. And that devotion and that commitment, that alignment is witnessed by the indwelling divinity. The way Dr. Hawkins says it is, if you don't acknowledge the divinity within you, who do you expect will? So simple, so something, excuse me, as simple as bringing attention back to the question. So all this arising 
in awareness or outside of awareness? Did some of it go outside of awareness? Or is this all unfolding within awareness? Allows attention to come home for a moment, to rest in the truth for a second, to be, to live alignment with truth. So when we reverence the divinity within, within us, within this divine creation of form and the sacredness that is innate to all God's creations, in so doing, we reverence God. Put attention on the true desire that we find in this heart. All have different ways of putting words on that. 
It's all some version of know thyself, know the truth, live as truth. Be the love that we are. Abide not as the programs, not as the conditioned way the brain was molded, didn't know the truth. But we practice it by calling that out as not what we want because it is not true. It's not who we are. It's not what we are. But when we allow that to rise up, the conditioning, the habits, the, all the different artifacts of a psyche that still has some juice in it. When we meet those with love, when we lovingly hand them over in service to truth, in alignment with our intention, our true desire. We reverence God. We reverence the truth. We reverence the one true self. And it's not hard to see how the loop of transparent, uh, the loop of transparency, uh, trans, the loop of experience <laughs> gets transformed, right? If I'm living in accord with my intention, my commitment, oh Lord, let my life be in service to thee. We invoke deity. When by that invocation, Dr. Hawkins tells us, brain physiology automatically shifts. then that commitment, the alignment, the intention begins to transform all experience. Begins to align all of our experiences and our own inner wisdom starts to interpret all the meaning it now has for us in accord with our intention our commitment, our invocation. And it's not necessary 
to, to know or accept in the thinking mind. that you are actually just calling yourself home. That you, believing yourself to be the prodigal son, attention has wandered off, but now it's heading up the lane. Because you will have the experience of the father meeting you halfway down the lane throwing a ring on your finger, welcoming you home. Open arms, celebration, have a feast. Everyone is invited. The whole is enriched by your homecoming and it celebrates. And this homecoming could be as simple as the question. Things get a little, go a little sideways. Is this all arising in awareness or is there some of this outside of awareness? Can we bring attention to that question? Can we earnestly want to know from inside the answer, right? We don't ask mind. Or perhaps there's a prayer in our heart. Oh Lord, let my life be in service to thee. I ask for your will in this moment to see this differently. I know it's all rising in awareness. I know this is one field of emergence, but mind is dividing this up into lots of little compartments with lots of embedded assumptions, lots of meaning, this nervous system, it's getting all kinds of cues of not safe. I don't even see the thoughts, but I can feel the fight flight activation energy. Please remind me to ask, is this all arising in awareness or some of it outside of awareness? the way to God is to become that which you are. But how you operationalize that, one of the ways, <laughs> is to put attention on that which you are. To want to know that. To open to the direct experience, to call it in, to ask for it. Right? Live our faith. What is faith? The definition I remember, the willingness to show up and try our best. So we notice where attention is. 
we ask if whatever it's riveted on is arising in awareness. We take a breath. And if it's available, we recommit to observing, to watching, to get curious. Most of all for me, the commitment is to not knowing what this is for. Not knowing what this means, therefore not knowing what should happen. As mind screams, next, 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 mend my life. Standing right in that pull of peptides, that emotional addictive cycle, which is neurochemically driven. Perhaps the knowledge drops in. Invoking deity transforms brain physiology. Ego cannot transcend ego. It's the same level. It's Einstein pointing, right? We are free sons of God. We are unlimited consciousness. We have a God-given right, as Leonard Jacobson said, to shift what we're putting attention on and put it on on what we want to experience. which is the open, empty alignment with the field of non-judgment. We are that, it is our essence. We invoke deity to come home, to remember. to love, to serve, and to remember. Being that which is aware of this ever-present, always available, indivisible, unflappable, imperturbable awareness. Is reverencing God is reverencing the divinity within and the sacredness that is innate. To the divine expression that we call us and 
we call them. What do we want to be in service to today? What do we want to be in service to right now? NTI says there's actually only two choices, right? Truth or illusion. Willingness or resistance. The thought system of love or the thought system of fear. Where within the shift do I choose to be? True desire attracts the light. That's what Regina named her teaching last Wednesday. The single thought of God held to, held in the heart, returned to, within and throughout. our time of service, our time of remembrance, our time of living as the prayer, no longer being the person who makes the prayer. But when it's believed that we are the person who makes the prayer, We make the prayer. Because simply by invoking deity, Dr. Hawkins tells us, we transform brain physiology. 
and transform the peptides and neurotransmitters that can keep us distracted and sometimes even lost in the illusion that we are what we are not and that we are not what we are. And at this point in the journey, that is painful.
the way NTI articulates this is in John chapter 12. What do I want? This is the question you must ask and keep firmly within your mind in all things. For you will see and experience that which you want because it is that which you have chosen to experience. And you must be given in italics, you must be given that which you have chosen to experience. bringing into alignment the intention, the desire held in mind, in words, bringing into alignment the vibration what we are willing to believe is so. is the way to God, is the becoming more and more conscious of that which we are, and is what paves the way for our life to become the prayer, the living of it, the being of it, as a way of being. So it can start with words, And then we enter with love, the temple of the heart, in the words of Ramana Maharshi. And that's where we abide. With our true desire, with our intention, which is our commitment. Oh Lord, let my life be in service to thee. I ask for your will to see everything which I inadvertently give believing attention to. It has the vibration of the heart off from the state of intention. Please help me see it. Please help me return home. Please help me acknowledge the divinity within me. And in so doing, I reverence you.
that concludes our hour.